All right. How is it going, guys? I have two guests here, Brian Carlson and Yo Lizzie. And I don't know why our username changed. I'm going to fix that because I am OCD. Um, we're here to discuss different things. Um, a lot of stuff has happened recently. And it's Narnar Bobo, which is bad in ghetto white boy language. Um, there we go. Fixed your name. All right. So, uh, yo, Lizzie, she makes content on TikTok. So does Brian. Well, used to. He's trying to again. <laughs> but these bitches keep banning him because they don't want him to speak. It's like we don't live in America or something. No. But uh, so, Brian, I'll let you start off with everything. Give us the whole enchilada. Uh, well, I started off making uh, men's content, men's mental health, encouraging men to, to express their feelings, emotions, talk about them openly without being demonized, you know. It's more on, you know, what they can uh, provide, um, right. that kind of thing. And I would uh, often criticize modern feminism and what they do to men and how they dehumanize men. Um and how their tactics about bringing men into it, saying, you know, feminism is this for men and how it's kind of bullshit and it's just a lie and men shouldn't be listening to it. And uh, I had 165,000 followers, um, did pretty good for a while there. And then um, I went after this uh, creator or exorcist who tried to get a man fired uh, for making a joke about wiping off eyebrows. He was a nurse. And th- that video went uh, viral. You know, it had a million likes, over a million likes and five million views. And um, and then she went after me. And, of course, the, in the way that she does it is, you know, with lies and innuendo and whatnot. And then I lost my account. Um, it's kind of difficult because you can't really uh, fight back, you know. No. And then um, I had one woman come out and say that uh, it was an ex-girlfriend from six years prior, say that I was abusive towards her, um, offered no proof, just he said, she said. Um, and then um, and then uh, magically, you know, there was 14 women that no one even heard about saying that I accused that they were accusing me of um but that this is just what our exorcist was saying. Right. Um, so we never met any of these women. <laughs> no, they like to stay anonymous for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there apparently was 14 of them. I, I mean, I hate to disappoint my male followers, but I don't think I've even been with 14 women. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you could with the face like that, but um, <laughs> yeah, you're too hard on yourself, buddy. <laughs> But yeah, fourteen more women than Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie's probably has. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's probably true. And uh, I know so three I girls. Know. I was with three girls named Anne, and visible, <laughs> and inflatable, and Anne Job. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, oh, for a large portion of my life, let's say I was married twice, uh, got divorced once, and then my other wife passed away. And then, um, um, yeah, so 
I haven't had a lot of dating experience. Uh, I don't know where all these 14 women came from, but anyways, um, yeah. And that's basically it. During the mix of it, there's this, that girl named Emma. She goes by superpower voice. Bitch. And oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I have her, her and I were friends because we're mutuals, you know, like uh, she, she made similar content, uh, talked about men's issues and, uh, you know, um, and so we shared that in common like you do. Um, and then um, she was married one night when she was drunk and she was still married. She like professed her love for me and whatnot. And I kind of, and I was like, oh, you're drunk. Get out of here uh, kind of thing. And then she like said like, you know, hey, if I, if I wasn't married, would you date me? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. I basically said, I don't know, maybe. Right. I was trying to spare her feelings. You were being you know, nice. inside inside. I was like, hell no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. All right. Let me compose myself. Well, you know, I was trying to spare her feelings. And then literally like two, like a few weeks later, she divorced her husband. And this and the rumor is, is she divorced her husband because she thought she, her and I were going to be together. So the day after she kicks her husband out. Um, she, she comes to me and she's like, I love you. I have feelings for you. Like romantically, um, you want to be with me? I'll move to Utah. I'll leave my kid with, with the dad. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, what are you like? I'm like, no, like, I'm sorry. I don't feel that. Like, I just was blunt this time. I was like, I, I don't feel the same way. I'm sorry. Um, and then she blocked me on everything. Didn't hear from her. Um, and then that stuff went down basically with our exorcist. And then my, one of my exes coming out um, and saying that stuff about me. And then she jumped on the bandwagon. And then uh, the next thing I know is I, I see this video of her where she says that she was a victim of mine as well. And um, I still had her snap and I snapped her and I was like, what the hell is this about? And then I got the audio recording. Um, I saw that where, I hear her where she basically, you can hear her saying, you know, I'm sorry. Um, I'm just getting a lot of pressure to denounce you because they were going to all my mutuals. Our exorcist is the big creator, right? She has about a million followers mm -hmm. and they were going to every mutual, big mutual. They went to Tammy manicured mom. They went to like, and they were threatening them. They were basically saying denounce him or your account is going to be gone too. And you know, you're either with us or you're against us. Mm. And so I'd lost a few big mutuals that way. And, and Tammy has come around and apologized for it and said she was sorry. And I've, I've forgiven her, you know, but um, Emma basically, uh, I don't think they even went to her though, but she just wanted to be on the victim train. Um, yeah. I can tell. So luckily I had record, I recorded the voice memos and you can even see when I recorded it, she's like, wait, why are you recording this? <laughs> she was shitting her pants. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and so I recorded her basically making it up and and her saying like, "I'm sorry, I lied. I just need people to think that I'm with them and not you at the moment because I'm getting harassed." And uh, that was I thought would be it of it. And um, since then, I've had 15 accounts um, mm -hmm. that have been they get mass reported, uh, taken down. Um, so I have everything on my Instagram. So, you know, people can always follow me there, but, um, uh, yeah. What is your Instagram? Uh, it's a medic underscore captain underscore B. 
Nice. So, okay. Yeah. But well, <clears throat> the whole the thing. The version of it. Well, the thing with the with your uh, with your wife passing away, they were claiming that uh, you were lying about that, and they're they were mm-hmm. assuming that you only got married once. Which I understand that's an assumption that people would make, but in America, you get married about two or three times, and um, that's something that they completely they knew. Like, that's what I thought at first. Like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then I saw that information. I was like, oh, they they blatantly left that out to make you look bad. Yeah, well, so I never when I, you know, I didn't talk about myself a lot with my old account, you mm-hmm. know, and so I, I, I didn't go into the whole I was married twice. You know, I just basically was like, I was married. She passed away. I didn't talk about my my ex-wife still alive because why do you, why, you know, why? Why do I feel like, like I need What's to, the point? That right? You shouldn't have to. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't hardly talk about myself to begin with. So I wasn't giving details. And so they thought they had this big gotcha moment, right? When they found that I had an ex-wife that was still alive. Um, and uh, they ran with it. And then, yeah, they ran with it and they still are running with it. So, well, that's why I wanted to have you on, uh, to clear all that up. Um, cause I, me personally, and I know a lot of people, you were fucking treated unfairly just for defending a joke. And these people are fucking piranhas. They're, uh, Bill Maher said it, they're emotional hemophiliacs. If you offend them, you might as well have, you know, t- taken their, uh, cherry, but behind a dumpster, um, <laughs> they they take it that seriously. Now, yeah. Lizzie, my girl over here, you had a run in with Emma. Am I? Do I have that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Well, so tell me about that. I very I very much was I was talking to Brian for a while. I had learned what transpired between them, but I was like because of our little community. I was like, I don't want to stir. I'm not going to start calling her out. Although that is very much what I do. I'm not going to do it to her and then have the, I be the Brian Carlson of our group. <laughs> so I was like, the bad you know, girl I'll of TikTok. Play, I'll play nice, which is what I'm not very good at. I don't have a poker face. And so I just said, uh-huh, okay. And I didn't say anything. Uh, then... It came out again about her false allegation. I think Brian posted the video and she started making content again, dropping his name and saying shit again. And I, it was irking me because now I know the guy. Right. Big bad Brian from Utah. You know, so I was just like, <laughs> okay, we're doing this again. Then I get a message from uh, another person in the community. She goes, I want to do a live with, with about women within the community and we talk about women's stuff, which I very much don't know that much about anyways, but I was very curious about being on a live with Emma. Uh, you so they gave me a list of things we were going to talk about. All of them had nothing to do with manicured mom or Brian. So I was like, watch, she's going to be chomping at the bit to fucking drop it. So, right. I'm watching the live and she's just like, well, you know, it's just like with, my, and I'm like, you can see me in the video, like 
losing my shit. Like the girls, I talked to a girl that was watching the live and she was like, I was watching you and you were about to fucking lose it. And at one point the host left because I didn't want to force her to be involved. So I was like, okay, I won't say anything during the live. I won't. And then she goes, well, it's just like when Brian and I just went, and she goes, what, what? And I said, don't fucking do it. And she just looks at me and I said, don't do it. Like, just, just don't do it. Emma, don't do it. And she, she had stops. to. And she goes, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. I was like, okay. Then the, the host comes back. And then when the host is there, because she thinks because the host is there, I'm not going to do it. She keeps dropping it. And I'm just, and they go, Lizzie, it seems like something's wrong. And then. Flames. I barely remember <laughs> what I said. I've heard clips of it. It was more articulate than I thought, but I fucking lost it. I basically was like, you're, you're saying you're sorry. And then you're dropping his name again. Oh yeah. It was because he criticized her fucking video about men. And you're dropping his name again to victimize yourself. You're saying he told me not to talk about men's rights. He says he thinks you shouldn't. Yeah. So do a lot of us. Considering what you've done, which is like in the men's rights movement, is like number one, like false al- accusations, like and That's then you're, you're victimizing yourself again. Because I'm not, I was like, yes, I'm like, I just lost it on her basically for for that, Whoa. and she just and left the live basically, and then blocked me on everything. But I've been very much aware that she's been continuing to do the same thing. She also said that uh, she speaks to Jesus or to God. And it was God that told her in the middle of that live. Yeah. So Lizzie. Live. And when it was very much me and the horns say, otherwise, this is not God <laughs> yeah. speaking. This was me telling you to shut the fuck up. And she didn't learn. Well, Lizzie, Did you learn? <laughs> Lizzie left out a whole part of this. Okay. A whole Drop part it. of this. So Lizzie and I are, you know, Lizzie's like, my ride or die. She, she she's one of my favorite. She's probably my favorite person on on TikTok. Yeah, and I just I just love her to death. But um, we were do, doing a live, her and I, and I was talking about how I, I don't, I didn't like one of Emma's videos. She was and it was a video that went super viral, but someone stole it, um, and it went and she was pissed about it, but someone used it and it went really big, and it was she was talking about um, you know where you're gonna find good men. He's like, you're not going to find them at bars. You're not going to find good men. Don't go to bars. You don't do this. They go to church. And I was just like, I, I, I just, I hated that video. And I, I, I was t- talking to Lizzie in a live and I was like, that video is, is awful because that's not how you define a good man. Like, you know, you define good men by intrinsic values, you know, like honesty, exactly. integrity, trustworthiness. And those, those are the ways that you define it. And Emma hops on because she was, of course, looking, but then, um, but you know from the outside and then she hopped on when you know and then was talking and then lizzie um was like oh how about you come on <laughs> and uh, i'm like this is before this happened i was like i have not talked to emma this for the entire time since she falsely accused me um <laughs> i was like no 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 and uh so but lizzie puts her on <laughs> <laughs> and we had and I, I basically told her like this is why and, and so finally I was like Emma this is I don't think you should be talking about men's rights issues and 
not only because you falsely accused me, and that's a big no-no, but even more so is that you have horrible takes on men's issues. And yeah. I, you know, you, ha- you have to think about like a, f- a 13-year-old watching these and how they're going to internalize it, right? And now you're telling them this is what a good man is, and that's not what a good man is. A good man can go to a bar. A good man, you know, a good a men good don't man have can, to go to church. A good man can um, go to a strip club. It, that that exactly. doesn't define a, a good man. Yeah, that doesn't exactly. But her takes were just horrible. And anyways, then she makes another video after that. And she says, Brian Carlson said that I am not allowed to talk about men's issues. She used my name. She didn't have to. All right. And this is a a conversation I was having with Lizzie, not with her, but like, you know, um, but so she, she makes me out to be the bad guy again. And then that like enraged, well, enraged Lizzie more than enraged me. (laughs) Lizzie was was livid. Um, Lizzie is the protector. Because then I was getting men in my comments being like, leave her alone. You're such a bully. I'm like, okay, she's falsely accused. That's not what they said. That's not what they said. Let me let me say exactly what they said. Um, can you just not like correct a woman? Because uh, women are like the best thing in the world and you shouldn't uh that's what they said. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I clicked follow that guy and he followed me immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that guy that did a response. Well, there were several and they were in my comments and it was like, geez. So she's like I mean, I hate to use the word victim, right? But it, men who get falsely accused are victims. They are victims. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, as much as I hate calling myself that, um, you know, she's re-victimizing that, right? And then, hmm. and then she went on the live with Lizzie, and Lizzie was already fuming from all of that. <laughs> I held my shit together for a while, like yeah. a while. And she just kept pushing it. And when she kept dropping the manicured mom... And I was like, this has nothing to do. And I was like, I know she's going to drop Brian any minute, any minute it's going to happen. And she goes, it's just like when Brian was like, don't well, fucking do that. Like, don't and do I hate that. To, I hate to be, I hate to like brag, but for a while there, for very, for a long period of time, I was the largest, I would say, creator that would talk about men's issues yeah, on TikTok. The numbers, and so, yeah, I looked it up. And you know, like once you get to a certain point, you get hated by a lot of people people Definitely. just hate you just for speaking out against feminism um modern feminism right they think that they own equality which they don't own equality right i've never seen a guy who uh, a men's rights activist or uh, anybody who speaks on men's issues um disagree with equality um but uh anyways you do get a lot of hate and uh yeah so it's um, the one thing I just I don't agree with that side of feminism is that they don't want equality. They want special treatment. They want yeah. all the benefits that men get being a man, but they also want the special treatment that women get. Uh, that's my main criticism with feminism. Uh, yeah. I was going to play this audio real quick and see what oh, your guys God. take is on it. Here's something you guys need to know about the men's rights activist community from someone who has left the community. Oh, you left it. We're going to miss you so much. Um, can you hear that, Brian? Yeah, I can. Okay. Here we go with more diarrhea of the fuck. Just like any community, there's going to be toxicity, and the men's rights activist community is no different. There mm-hmm. are a lot of good MRAs out there. You can go and see my video on it, actually. There are also plenty of toxic men's rights activists on this app. 
I'm not going to name names, but the ones that are toxic in the men's rights activist community side with the men who are abusers. And well, Brian, you're an abuser because you didn't want to. You didn't want to. Um, that's abuse uh, right there. That's in her original video of that. Uh, 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 it had me in it, so she she claimed me as a good one. Um, right, but she completely yeah. uh, flipped the script on that. Um, yeah. My video, I didn't I didn't name her. But I, I literally said, if you cause two of the main issues, the top two issues that men face when it comes to dealing with women, you do not have the right to talk about it. And if you do talk about it, you have to say it in such a way that you have to claim what you did and say why it's wrong. And apparently she saw that. And now she's adding a disclaimer uh, that um, I'm talking about this because I was one of these women. So she took my advice to heart, but she's not saying it with her mouth which would carry so much more weight. She's only putting it in a little sidebar, um, little text. Um, well, she, she did make like two videos, like don't do false allegation, ladies. Don't oh. do it. That used to be me because you're a literal pick me. If you do. I'm just like, uh, that's the pot calling the kettle, a fucking liar. Um, uh, it's, it's, okay, so here's my story with her, and I've never said this publicly. This is the first time I'm saying it publicly, uh, where other people are going to hear. I've told you too. I think I told Lizzie about it. So me and her, we were having this friendly conversation about burping. She was challenging me to a burp competition. I was like, well, I'm not going to let some fucking woman one-up me in the manhood category. So we were going back and forth, and I wish I would have screen-capped it, uh, but then she would have had a conniption fit and probably you know, prayed to the three gods that she believes in, <laughs> including Joseph Smith, pedophile. Um, so she was like, all right, well, try not to have wet dreams about me. And I was like, huh? What? And uh, that kind of caught me off guard. I, had, I knew nothing about her, and this is a, a secret that I want to give out. Um, <laughs> I don't really watch many of the people that I follow. I don't, I don't watch their content. I've seen maybe a couple of things. Um, the ones I watch a lot is like Lizzie, Maddie, the manicured mom who helped me through my divorce, um, big time. So kudos to her, but there's not a lot of people that I watch. And she was one of the people I didn't watch a lot. So I didn't know her whole thing. So me and her kind of like started flirting back and forth. I'm single. We're kind of flirting and everything. And then I see the video of her about you and then she said that she was married. And I was like, what the fuck, Emma? That's some bullshit. And so I was like, before it got too heavy, because it was leading towards the heaviness. And I said, I'm going to dip out of this conversation immediately. So I did that. And then I kept on watching things unfold. And I was like, this, this woman crazy. She's not taking accountability for what she said. And now she's doubling back down on it, saying that she was a victim. Well, woman, you just admitted a long time ago that you were lying. And now you want to reclaim victimization. Um, this woman reminds me of my mother. I've, I've spoken about my mom publicly a few times. My mom is a abusive narcissist. And she reminds me of my mom. And the fact that she did that to her husband while being a Mormon, because we know they're the arbiter of morality, uh, kind of threw me for a loop. And I I didn't know about Brian. Um, 
until all of this happened. And then I did a huge deep dive. Um, and I, and I pride myself on like getting the facts and, and speaking the truth. And as soon as I got everything together, I'm like, this dude's being fucking lied on. This is an attack. And, uh, I'm not going to stand for that. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Um, because what you went yeah. through is bullshit over and defending I, a joke. She, she also made a video that I almost went in on her again, but instead I made my uh, classic uh, God told me to fuck you video. With Wheeler Walker <laughs> I Jr. love that God video bless you, so Wheeler much. Jr. for releasing that song. Yeah, uh, I've watched that video on repeat uh, way too much. <laughs> I dance to it sometimes. I'm like... <laughs> There is, there is like a background of why I approached Brian that I didn't touch on is uh, I had noticed that every time I would do my little pick me videos, which is very much me dancing provocatively, yes. responding to feminists call me pick me. So I would mm-hmm. dance to either inappropriate or a song that would, you know, enrage a feminist. Right. And, uh, you know, the outfits pretty much got smaller as my content got <laughs> more popular. And I noticed that every time I would post those videos, you know when Emma's angry about something because her face is red. And she that would make content about she would make content about modesty. It seems it would be right after I'd make a pick me video and Brian would comment on it. Yeah. Well and we haven't talked we hadn't talked uh-huh. personally uh, but I, I, I'd say things like, oh, you're my new favorite or like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and, well, anyways, these are continue the story because it was crazy how she picked it up. Like, she and I just I messaged him. I was like, I just wanted to know, like, uh, this shit with Emma, because I'm noticing since you've started commenting, like she's making these modesty videos. She's talking and my about intuition modesty? is telling me very much that she's trying to throw up some jabs at me because she would make one about loud women not being good and women swearing, which is I do a lot of, and then go back on it. But then I post a pick me video and then all of a sudden it's modesty, modesty. Look, th- this is what I go shopping for. And the thing that blew me away is when she went, you know, I have never been harassed. I have never been. I've barely ever been approached by men. But it's because I dress modestly. Well, in her, most of her videos, she looks like this. So we're going to talk about the fucking Mormon Bible. And we're going to fucking like, we're going to. And I promised I wasn't going to be mean. But the more I just, I, I saw these videos. There's a bunch more. Um, I know. I was worried about me going just hard. My but earphone damn, out. <laughs> Don't do stunts on podcasts. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I noticed that I approached him. He's like, "It's amazing you picked up on that," because I have a weird intuition when well, it comes it is to women. weird because treat me like that. No idea about our history, really, and uh, you know, she just messages me and like, "So what's the deal?" Like, I'm getting this vibe from Emma, and then I, I showed her the videos, and then she, um, like, I showed her the one video I had made right after Emma accused me, where I had the. Um, the, the recording of, of the Snapchat audio and her admitting that she falsely accused me. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was surprised that Lizzie was able to pick up on that. And she has a Lizzie is, is fucking crazy. She has this weird sixth sense in the best way possible, <laughs> yeah, in the best way possible. But like, 
it's it's weird how she, how intuitive she is with this stuff because I'm clueless. I don't know about you, Justin. I'm a clueless man. You know, I don't this pick is up on shit. Right. But Lizzie will be like, will, will tell me what's going on. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, Brian. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she warned me that a girl was going to ghost me. I'm like, no, nah, she seems really ghosted me, dude. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lizzie is, is, is the best to come to. Uh, if you want to get the real shit, like she gets it. That's why she's one of my favorite creators is is because she kind of she sees through these shit. You know, mm-hmm. like she does, she just sees through a lot of the shit that uh, I pick, that I don't pick up on. Like, man, we're literal. You know, we don't get the the the, the girl games. No. But Lizzie's kind of like a guy, though. You know, but she's like a hot guy. She's like a. She's the hottest <laughs> guy I know. She's, yeah, yeah. No, she's like a hot chick, but like a guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's the she's hotter than Ryan Reynolds, and I don't say that about any guy. Yeah, she is hotter than Ryan Reynolds. I. <laughs> My God. <laughs> um but, so there's this picks up but she the fact that she could pick up on on the on women so easily and what they do and and, and kind of their game you know like with emma and a few other things too it, it's it's quite amazing um and that's why her content i think is so good as well as she kind of gets that innuendo uh yeah. where a lot of men who talk about it kind of miss it you know mm-hmm. yeah. um well, the girls that get called pick me's, they're actually outing women on their game. That's why they call them pick me. So like, oh, you're giving away our secrets. And oh, yeah. that's what they hate. The thing is, it's like, uh, you know, I often get well, I kind of have to say that I'm within like the men's rights group, but I very much don't associate with them because to me, it's like feminism. Like you can't I'm I guess one of those typical rebels is like you don't don't make me be what I don't want to be basically, which is why I was against feminism since day one, probably it's because I, since I was a toddler, I have picked men. I just aligned my interests, my sense of humor. I'm offensive as fucking hell, man. Like it's surprising (laughs) that I can stay on TikTok. I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've been, treated like a man by women i'm still very much a woman like my boyfriend will tell you you'd be like you do that all the time i'd be like i know i with, with when i'm with someone it's different but i know what they're doing right. i know their game it's a lot of dancing around and trying to get you to figure out what you did wrong which right. is narcissistic in my opinion but, very narcissistic so i kind of see and i i i don't know i just i see the game i read them really fucking well especially when they're trying to manipulate men she, she and I called don't like out that my date so I, like quick. all my friends were guys and they were they gave me the tough skin i have they protected me after i was abused they're the one that sheltered me women did fucking horrible shit to me like right. i can't even so when this all men bullshit started i was like get the fuck out of town like i guess i'm making videos now so I, I tested my ground with like the, the COVID shit. And then once I felt kind of comfortable and I didn't get, I thought I was going to get all kinds of like fucking hate shit. I was like, okay, so now we're going to get my real opinion on shit. And it's going to be like real Lizzie because that's like as much as like it's TikTok. That is me. Yeah. That's what I want to like make very, that is me in real life. If not worse because TikTok. Yeah. Censored, you're authentic you know? all the way through. And 
there's more than one. Uh, there's another one too that I was like, eh. I was watch. I was watching her content, and I was like, I don't feel like her shit's that genuine when it comes to the men's rights thing. And yeah. then her too. She had some stories about trauma, and then it came out what her trauma was. It was so unbelievable. I was like, you would be on the fucking news. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> you, you would be, be on, on the, the news. news. She was in a trunk, <laughs> and she was. I was like, get the fuck out of here, like you know. So I started to be like, okay, because my guard went down because I was like, the women within this group, I like, they're not like the, the other women that are just manipulating and playing the victim card and everything. Because I very much, I was in a, a domestic violence situation. It ended roughly. My first thing was, you know what that motherfucker did? And it was very much, right. uh, yeah, you know? And that, from there, I kind of shut down and I just didn't even fucking mention it. Because there's the false allegations and the just saying somebody did something to you to victimize yourself or to avoid whatever, admitting you were rejected is rampant. Mm -hmm. And that's why women don't come forward. Just a little bit. It is rampant. It is social media. It is constant. Well, that's that's the main reason. Percentages on women that have been abused, but 100% of them have been abused online. Like it's... And then once they start learning about mental abuse, therefore a man that just yelled at you one time because you were being a piece of shit, he was an abusive, he was abuse. It was abuse. It was abuse. Anytime somebody disagrees with me, I was abused. Listen, lady. Okay. Lock yourself in a bathroom, terrified of him. I've nearly choked you to death. Then oh, tell me. Okay. Like right. that, that shit was starting to really fucking irk me was, was it like, Oh, well, uh, I was in an d- abusive relationship. He yelled at me that one time when I did something. Sh- and you're just like, seriously, that's the way it is. Like, uh, well, and I, there's this, uh, this new girl, Natalie, who basically, you know, um, I was going to let you bring that one. <laughs> what's that? I was going to let you bring that one up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't even she, know about this. So Natalie, um, <clears throat> Uh, so her and I were dating for a lot of what was going on with this, right? Um, with our exorcist, with that video. So she knew all about this stuff. And uh, she was pretty emotionally apathetic. And uh, um, I finally just broke up with her because I've, I've tell, told men from the, from the time I started, you know, it, it, don't tolerate women who are tolerant of your emotional needs. Exactly. But here I was dating a woman who wasn't tolerant of my emotional needs. You know, it's like it's sometimes we, we, we sit there, we, we preach about it because we know about it, but we're like in, actually involved in it too, you know, right. Letting exactly. it happen to us. Um, and, but anyways, I, I finally broke it off with her and um, long story short, but she ended up getting uh, involved with Savannah um, and Savannah went and told her to file a bunch of charges, told her to go steal my cat, told her to get a protective order against me. She used me whipping her with a towel as one of the the incidences. Oh, I heard Um, about that. Yeah. So, you know, Lizzie has a funny video where she's using a towel. (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, my whole thing about, like, men being emotional and sharing their emotions and stuff. It's not discouraged by men. I, dude, you can attest to this. 
-hmm. we go to our guy friends because we can't go to women sometimes. Yeah. Because they think if you tell them like, hey, what you're doing is hurting me and this is how it's affecting me, you end up having to console them about how they made you feel. So now you're you're babysitting them, making sure that their emotions are met. Their emotional not needs to mention, are met. They will think less of you. I mean, a lot a lot of women do not want an emotional man. They don't want a man to be emotional. And then now there's over emotional and that's not good, right? We right, that's not be good at all. Emotional for men. Like you need to be a tough man in this world. It's, the world is tough and a woman wants a tough man. But that doesn't mean that you, you shouldn't be allowed to let things affect you sometimes. And be able to, you know, confide in your partner and, you know, maybe cry, you know, to your partner sometimes. And that should be acceptable. The world is heavy. It gets heavy sometimes. It does. Well, yeah. And a lot of times there are women and, you know, and sometimes, you know, men will say it happens on a subconscious level. And, and, and I, I would believe that. But, you know, the, they, they'll lose attraction or they'll, you know. That's the big fear, you know, because a lot of there's a lot of men say like on the the red pill kind of community that will tell you never, ever, ever cry in front of your woman. And to mm. me, I'm like, you know, that is a really toxic mindset, because at that point, why would I want to mm. be in a relationship? What's the point of being in a relationship? Right. Right. Why would I, I to me, if I if I can't have a partner and a teammate that I can like share that kind of stuff with, oh. um you know, but I also say you can cry in front of your woman, but what you can't do is you can't be victimized. You can't give up. You can't act like the world, you know, blame everything but yourself. If right. you, you can cry, you can, you can, you can, you can do that. But you can also, if you have a plan and you're going to get back up and you're going to fight harder and, and, you know, then that's fine. That's fine. But you can't give up. You can't whatever. Um, and that's the whole thing. But I don't it, know. I, I think it's toxic. The, the red pill side of of men's communities is really toxic as well. Yeah, fuck the red yeah. pill. I take the purple pill, dude. Yeah. I take it from both sides. Um, the, the thing is, and I've told people this before, like, I, I am an emotional person. I'm very in touch with my emotions. If something touches my heart, like, say, if I'm watching a movie and it has something to do with the father and son or brothers, I'll cry. It touches my heart because it's I feel that for my family and my ex-wife would make fun of me and call me a crybaby because I watched uh, four brothers and it, that scene where Jack dies and they are, you know, that whole entire scene. I, I burst into tears. I was like, oh, my God, I would hate for that to happen to me or my brothers and ha them go through that. And she was calling me a big baby. And I should have left her right then and there. I think men should be allowed to express their emotions and i was actually gonna bring up like my boyfriend is masculinity if there is if you could put it he's like a, a rough guy he's seen some shit his hands yes. are like fucking like you would never guess but like we're watching like a kid's movie and and i look to him for comfort because i'm bawling and he's crying and I'll, that was one of the moments where I was just like, oh, my God, it's so, so cute. Like, I, I can't imagine a woman thinking anything other than, like, all that, like, look at him, this big, rough, tough guy, like, that teddy bearness. Like, I love that shit. And, like, that, like it's, it's shocking to me. That, that, it's crazy. And things like that that I hear, it's shocking. Like, I hear also, like, women actually legit getting mad at their boyfriends because they had a dream that he cheated on them. And I'm like... Right. Yeah, that I had that instance too. I was uh, woken up 
with a slap across oh, my you. face. Go see your dad. Go see your dad. And she she slapped me across my face, and I woke up, and I was like, what? She was like, you cheated on me. I was like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I had a dream that you were cheating on me. And she's like this pagan witch that thinks that dreams are visions into the future. And I'm like, I'm. have you seen how I look? You're doing a charity case for me, bitch. I'm okay. not cheating on you with anyone. Um, Red flags for men. Astrology. <laughs> paganism. All that shit. The crystals. Run. Yeah. If, yeah. If she's like, oh, well, I'm a Sagittarius, so that means I'm more inclined to be a part of my Saturn moon energy. And, and I, I go, well, you're demon possessed, obviously. <laughs> so I'm going to go the other way. Um, here's I want to show you guys this audio and I want your guys honest opinion on this. If you guys would entertain this. Uh, let me find it. Fine. I'm just going to say it. I'm glad I'm not part of the MRA community anymore. You know why? Because there are a lot of people in the MRA community who are predators, and you guys are making excuses for them. And you're hiding them. You guys just hate me because I call out toxic behaviors. Especially towards toxic MRAs. And if you're going to get bent out of shape for that, I wonder why. All because I made a video saying that good men do not go to bars. Grow up, the lot of you. I am allowed to have my opinion, and I am allowed to help people find people not in bars because unfortunately there are people that go to bars all the time that find crappy partners a lot of you mras only choose to see the negative side of all of my opinions maybe if you chose to see things realistically and optimistically you would see that my opinions are not that bad but instead a whole bunch of you would rather see me as toxic just because i say good men don't go to bars yeah you guys get to choose how you want to react to my opinions but the way you guys react is very suspicious and i wonder why Fine. I'm just going to say it. Wow. Wow. wow Brian, you, you're yeah. a piece of shit for going to a bar. I hope you I hope you get fucking lynched. You went so, to a bar. Well, no, her it's no different. It's just not how you should ever judge a man, right? A judge a person. These are external factors that I mean a bar is is an immoral there's it's not an immoral, it's an amoral you know, thing, it, there's no morality to it one way or the other. All right. Mm. It's, it's a, the person going into the bar, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, when you teach men to value themselves about on things that they really shouldn't like shit like that, it, it ends to unhappiness. All right. Yeah. Because this, that's why it, it's so important to, to build, uh, to, 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 teach men to value themselves based on, on their intrinsic properties, like honesty, integrity, trustworthiness, how hard they work, how they treat others. Those are all the things that we have control over. And that's the value of a good person and the value of a good man. Right. Yes. Um, and it, that's what it is. That's all it is. Okay. It has nothing to do with going to a bar. It has nothing to do going to church. All right. We've seen, you know, a lot of really shitty men who go to church and what they've done, yes. you know, especially recently in the news. Um, so she has a horrible take on everything. And then her saying, first off, I've never considered myself an MRA ever. I, I'm like Lizzie. I, I'm like, I'm not an MRA. I'm not a feminist. I'm just Brian. Yeah, that's all I am. You can take my opinion. You, you could leave it, but I don't, I don't classify myself as an MRA, but I feel like, and I'm not sure, was she referring to me in that? Um, she was because it was about your 
critique about her talking about men in bars. And before you finish that thought, let me let me just say this about morals. She's talking about morals, right? Was it moral to cheat on your husband? Was it moral for you to lie about a man because you were hurt because he didn't want to? Did you think it was immoral to just completely destroy someone's life or attempt to because you had your feelings hurt? I think that is more immoral than going to the bar and then getting drunk off a Patron. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know if that's too controversial. Exactly. Right. And she doesn't go to bars. She goes to church. But what is she doing? You know, she's she's cheating on her husband. You know, she's falsely accusing men. And then she just can't take any criticism. To me, she is a, a full-blown narcissist uh, a, in my mind. And I, I hate that people use these terms too much. But she is perpetual abuser of men. Oh, yes. Um, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to bring up, but, like, I'm just going to do it anyways. Uh, she has had issues with not just me, but with other men falsely accusing them, like a former well, roommate. Not me yet. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. So, and uh, yeah, and then she acts like she's a victim. I'm sorry. I, like once you kind of falsely accuse a man, you don't you don't get to be believed, like, right? Yeah, you're fine. You're fine, girl. Um, Big mama. <laughs> you know, mama. So. To me, that was the biggest issue. Like, yeah. Uh, it, and the fact that she continues, like she has this obsessive quality to her. And I don't know if you've noticed, but <clears throat> like with Tammy, she continually attacks Tammy manicured mom after manicured mom over and over tells her to please just drop it. Leave me alone. Extends all of branches, you know, Hey, let's just leave this in the past. She cannot help herself and she continues to do it. Um, but yeah. Well, the the thing with manicured mom is that, and I'm not too open with this. I've mentioned it maybe once or twice. Uh, I was going to kill myself and I watched her videos and I felt like I was understood because I went through a period where I hated women and I, I thought I was never going to get out of the slump that I was in. Mm-hmm. And eventually I, I was watching her videos and, uh, it really got me through. And when she started attacking her, I was like, well, you're attacking the mom I never had. And I can't let that happen. So that was one of the big things. Uh, me and the manicured mom have talked a lot uh, on Instagram about this whole entire thing. And yeah. she's she's one of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my whole entire life. And seeing what seeing what Emma has said and done... Uh, she she was trying. She hit me up on Instagram too, and I was actually going to try to get her on a podcast, not this one, but uh, one to confront her with all of this. She says she didn't cheat on her husband. She absolutely did. She was sure. preemptively leaving him in order to either attempt to be with you mm-hmm. or or something else. Yeah, and, and, and you know what hypergamy is, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the that's the definition of hypergamy right there. Is she was leaving her husband to 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 go with someone who she thought was was a better. It happened to me with my ex wife. Yeah, um, you know her perception. Of course, the grass, you know, it may look greener on the other side, but it certainly is. Like all men have issues, right? Like I'm I'm a hot. All mess. of us. I'm, I'm no prize. 
Let's just see that. <laughs> well, that face is a good attractor, buddy. Let me just tell <laughs> no. you that. I'm a heterosexual, but I, I have to let people know yeah. when they are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. But hypergamy is a real thing, though. And, uh, you know, that's another thing that men's uh, men issues, that one thing we talk about, right, is, is the hypergamy um, within women that we, men deal with. And um, just like men are inherently uh, naturally inclined to be polygamist. And I mean that in the zoology sense, not in the Mormon sense. Right. But like, <laughs> it's, but just like <laughs> in the Mormon sense, just, but women are also naturally, you know, inherently inclined to be hypergamous in that way as well. Not every woman is that way, but it is a natural inclination that, that they have. And right. um, she is the, no, so she just she hits every point of of what men try to avoid: cheaters, people who falsely, uh, you know, falsely um, accuse, yeah, accuse. So a woman that takes no responsibility for themselves acts like the victim, right? Uses um, um, the men in her comments too, like the men. You know, she is the literal definition of what a pick me is. Like the, you know, she gets men to sympathize with her and just feeds off the admiration of what these men are saying. Um, So like she is literally the the prime example of like, if you were to hold up an example of a woman of like what people who in the men's community say, stay away from this kind of woman. She is that woman. Yes, she is. (laughs) She is. She exhibits every, every characteristic of the woman that you would say, do not, engage with women like this um so it's yeah uh when it comes to emma it's just it's very much she'll say she's taking accountability because she knows that she would look hypocritical because like she has what's like 15 videos on accountability (laughs) but she, she you can't say you took accountability then you drop the guy's name again and no, you no, keep not dropping only, it. And you keep using it to your advantage because you know that his name is attached to something. Well, not right. only that, she Which was very down. much like something with me that I was like, you know, I'm not, I don't even want to because it's going to seem because I know there's a lot of women that just follow the Brian Carlson train because look at me. I'm different. I support him kind of thing. I'm not. One thing I can attest to for myself is I'm genuine. I'm I'm brutally honest, even with myself. Yeah, you so if I'm doing me, yeah. something, I truly believe. Like I I did the work. Like I I saw the art exorcist thing, and my my brain went. This is this this doesn't seem right. Like let me see the other side. And it very much, if you ask everybody that is with Brian, that's what they did is they just looked at the other side and went like, oh, you know? And I just find that there's people that, like what she did was very much, oh, if I drop Brian, Brian Carlson said this about me, everybody, oh, you poor thing. The evil, big, bad Brian said something mean to you, you poor thing. And then the video that nearly set me off again was she goes, it wasn't a false allegation. It was a call out. 
because he was leading me on. Right. No, and I he almost, wasn't. And I made a video and it was immediately taken down. That's how much I lost my shit. Um, I, I, no, I I'll just say I never let her on. There's a difference between leading you on and letting you down easy. There's a huge there's a difference. Huge difference. Yeah. So leading you on would have given you the impression he wanted to fuck you. He didn't. Yeah. Okay? She's saying that because I said when she was drunk and still ma- or whatever, living with her husband, where she said, if I wasn't married, would you go for a girl like me? And I said, I don't know, maybe. That's her. That's you leading which, on, which son she, of a bitch. I know, that's me leading her on. Um, should I have been more blunt? Well, in the future, uh, I, I guess maybe, you know. Um, I didn't know that she was going to take that as, um, oh, I just need to not be married. I'm going to leave my husband. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the answer you very much should have give, given if this could be a warning to any other men, because those there are women like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you seen... feel like they're like you know that she's the type of person that will take rejection to heart and she may get upset and you don't want to hurt her feelings. It's very much like, listen, you're a beautiful girl. You're just not my type. Did you see, <laughs> Brian, my <laughs> accountability video? It's like the room is red. I'm, I look red. I look even more ginger. Talking I, about I All right. Well, I'm going to show you that audio real Without quick. Without going into detail and saying names, I want to talk about a certain scenario. Say you're a woman who lied about a man or you cheated on your partner and you played a victim and almost ruined somebody's life. You, in fact, do not have the right to talk about men's issues. The reason why you cannot talk about men's issues is that you cause two of the main issues that men face with women. Being lied on and being cheated on. After you've done such a thing and then you speak about men's issues without every single time saying what you did and why it's wrong, what it seems to be is that you are sweeping things under the rug to make it seem like you never did those things. You may have confessed to it already, but the main salient point is that you have no room to talk because you caused that pain. You lied. You cheated. It should not be held over your head forever, and you should not have to pay for it forever. But what you have to do is own it forever. If you want to talk about men's issues, you have to talk about it in such a way where you say, this is who I am, this is what I did, and this is why it was wrong. You have to do that every time because people that just find out who you are are not going to know about your past until someone brings it up. You are creating a false reality and a false persona when you're not telling the truth every single time you want to talk about men's issues. What you should do if you really feel sorry for what you did is say, this is who I am, this is what I did, this is why you should not do these things, because this is the damage that it can cause. You do not speak to men, you do not speak for men, you speak to women that could end up being just like you. That's what you do when you're really sorry. That was in direct response when I found out about you. I did see that video actually, and I thought it was great. Um, and it's a hundred percent true, but she just wants to sweep it under the rug. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what she's hoping to do. And now, now that she can't, because it's been brought to light by several creators, not just you two, but actually more have picked up on it. Um, when she, so she apologized and I took my video down of her and I, I didn't hear from her for a long time. And then she, she started kind of commenting on stuff again and I was going to block her. But it's like, I'm not going to interact with her. I, I made it clear to her like that I forgave her, but I do not want any interaction with her. 
And I made that very clear from the get-go. And a few months went by and she had continued to kind of occasionally reach out to me and press that boundary. And I would just ignore it. I would never respond. And she kept pushing, she kept pushing. And it wasn't until uh, Lizzie's life. <laughs> that I finally actually had talked to her. But, um, <laughs> and when I did talk to her, I just straight up said, I, you need to stop talking about men's issues, period. You just need to, okay? Um, you don't know anything. You're doing it for validation. Your, your opinions change depending on the wind. Uh, right. You have no idea. And Lizzie got a little bit after me because I was like, you know, have you even read a single book? <laughs> oh, did you see her book video? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, now she's... Now she's <laughs> I've been told I need to go read some books. I want to just say, okay, during that live, it was very much, let's just see what she said. Like, I wanted to see, I didn't want to oust myself as being like, I fucking hate you, bitch. So I was just like, (laughs) let's do the mediator thing and see what she says in response to him calling her out for her shit. I very Mm -hmm. much did not feel that way. I felt like I did in the second live, but I kept it neutral and i knew when he dropped that maybe you should read a book or two i was like oh, fuck. and i was trying to just mediate <laughs> her her reaction to it and that's what i wanted to get to i when he left at one point during that live i said emma the thing that you don't realize is when i asked him about it he seemed very much just like hurt that his own friend did that to him right And that's what you're not realizing is he saw you as a friend. You saw him as a potential dick Mm -hmm. that you couldn't get. And you felt hurt because you couldn't get the dick. I didn't say it in those words. And once you couldn't get the dick anymore, then all bets were off and he didn't give a shit. You didn't care what happened with him. And as much as he doesn't say it, I I have a tendency to put myself in people's shoes and the shit that he's going through, there's no fucking way that doesn't affect somebody's mental health. Oh, so what sure. you did is actively against a man's mental health. And you're speaking for men's mental health. And then you're doing it again. And then you're dropping his name again. And you're trying to just add more fuel to the thing that is detrimental to a man's mental, mental health. And then you're going to sit there and tell me you have the right to speak about it. You yeah, can yeah. go fuck yourself, in my opinion. That it's it's that you're, you're not blind. going to damage a man's mental health, and then you're going to tell me that you're that you're it's important. Man, men's mental health is important. Well, this is why mm-hmm. I know she's not sorry. She said, "I'm sorry that I did this, but when you say the but, it means forget what I just said. Now I'm going to tell you how I really feel. If she was yeah. genuinely sorry, she would say, "I lied about him because I wanted, and I didn't get it, and I and I." what women don't understand some women because i i refuse to believe all women are like this i don't even want to believe most of them are like this but there is a good amount of women who believe that lying is no big deal it is a very big deal when you lie about a man about stuff like this you're practically killing him because then it's hard for him to get hired anywhere it is hard for him to meet anyone he's practically dead he is a ghost Women don't understand that. We saw that with the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. We saw all of that. This man lost millions of dollars, lost deals and friends, all this stuff, 
because an abusive woman wanted to lie. And now she's doubling down on this rhetoric against Brian. And I tend to believe women when they come forward, because I'd rather like believe 999 women that lie rather than not believe the one that's telling the truth. But if proof comes out, I will retract my, my support for that woman. And I, I did a huge deep dive on Brian. I did. I wanted to know everything possible. And with my research, and I research hard, Brian was fucking lied on. And things were taken out of context. There were private conversations that were never supposed to come to light that came forward and it was also altered. It was uh, the whole conversations were not showed. They cherry picked things to make Brian look like a monster. Everyone has some shit. Everyone has things that they probably wouldn't be proud of coming to light. But the thing is, is that Brian is not who people say that he is. And I want to say that right now, I support Brian. And if that makes people want to try to dox me or be against me, I don't really give a fuck. Because the truth is the truth. And I hate seeing good men being lied on for clout. None of these people actually... Let me just say this. None of these people give a fuck about victims. They care about views and what they will get in their uh, TikTok wallet. They don't give a shit. Aunt Karen, Rexorcist, Modern Warrior, Patrick, all these people, they don't give a fuck. They do it. They're performative as hell. And they will take genuine good people who want to spread a message, even if it's faulty, even if there are some faults in the message. Ultimately, good people just want the truth, and we will stumble, we will make mistakes and say the wrong things. These people want to crucify people just asking questions and seeking the truth. And uh, I refuse to let Brian uh, be remembered this way, and it will be my fucking mission. If anyone says anything negative about Brian, I will fucking... Welcome to the club! (laughs) I will rain holy fire upon them. They're going to have to call the fucking United Nations to get a binding resolution from making me stop destroying them. It's going to take a fucking army. I don't care what happens. That's bullshit. Uh, Sorry for that rant. No, I'm almost in tears just from you guys saying that, but it's really sweet. I, you know, and I'll be the first to admit, like, I'm not perfect. I have no one is. You know, and I have cheated and I have done some bad things like that. Uh, but that's the worst of it. You know, cheating is the worst of it. And, um, you know, but I, I you know, this, this yeah. You're like, a human, Brian. Yeah. You're a fucking human, dude. You're willing to make mistakes. And the fact is the people that were calling you out, the people that were trying to destroy your life over a fucking joke that you were defending, mm-hmm. These people have more skeletons in their closet. This is this is what I think about these people. They shine a light on everyone else, so the light never shines on them. It's Tizzy, our exorcist, all these Tizzy, I exposed Tizzy and he went off the app for a while. He threatened or he doxed almost a uh, a 12-year-old girl. I think that's yeah. what her age was and was harassing her, sending his fans her way, uh trying to find out who she was dating was being very predatory and these people are fucking monsters and eventually they're going to get exposed. The thing is like, you're telling the truth. I was very skeptical at first cause I didn't know the truth at first. But when I did my deep dive, 
you you definitely have your faults. You definitely have some things that you probably wish you didn't say or did. But when you're going through things and you've never gone through them before, you're not going to know how to respond. That means you're fucking human. You should not have to deal with the shit you went through, especially over a joke. When people go after you over a joke, they have some skeletons. Rexorcist has done has done something shitty that will be exposed. I hope her Air Force husband uh, divorces her so she so she doesn't get the benefits of that anymore. Anyone who's ever talked bad about you, they're gonna get their karma. And you may feel like it's hopeless. You may feel like they're never going to get what they deserve, or you'll never get justice. Um, people like me, people like Lizzie, we're gonna have your back one hundred percent, and we will hold you accountable if something comes out in the future. Know that for sure. But I don't believe you did anything that deserves this type of hate. Um, so just know that I have your back. 100%. Uh, that, that means a lot. Um, you know, it was, it was hard because the whole Emma thing, um, too, that's not the only time to happen. Like, um, Hannah. Hannah with care, uh, she speaks on men's issues and she has a bigger account. The only difference is, is, is she threw me under the bus. They, they went after her and they said, you know, you either denounce this guy or we're taking you out because um, she had a big account. But um, and, you know, those were these, uh, you know, text messages that, uh, you know, show up, and, you know, the people have been using these and right. whatnot. And then um, what's, what's, what's difficult as a man, too. And so Hannah basically her and I never dated. She's saying that we did. We were friends. Um and all I've ever asked was, please, please have Hannah release all of the messages between her and I. Right. That's all I've ever asked. And people were like, you're just, you know, once you once you've claimed victim status, you you're not allowed. People aren't allowed to ask that victim any question. Right. Right. It's like you're not they just get to say what they want to say make the accusation and then just back away and then just not have to deal with it anymore. And if, if it's a woman, if it's a woman, yeah, exactly. Um, which is wrong, right? Like you should have to answer to a question. You should have to prove it. You should, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't just get to throw something out there and just back away into the background and, and not be accountable. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I have a friend who who uh, knows Hannah, and that some stuff will be coming to light with that here soon. I hope um, it does. What do you misfit? Two weeks, possibly, maybe. I know, right? I'm not <laughs> misfitting it, uh, but let's just say, uh, yeah, no. Um, hopefully, it will be soon. Uh, let's just say that uh, because she, our exorcist, did a video about Hannah with care. And about uh, she, that's where she called me a sex trafficker. She <laughs> thought that I was. <laughs> oh, Brian. So, so she, Hannah with care, Hannah was driving through and she came and visited me, right? And <laughs> we just had lunch and we went for a motorcycle ride and that was it. And that was for her day. And then um, apparently, I've never even been on Reddit, but whatever. Uh, there was a Reddit post. 
with a name that sounded similar to mine, but wasn't mine. And the age was different too, but she somehow associated this with like, um, like <laughs> it was like a, it was like an invitation for a gangbang. <laughs> I saw oh, yeah. that. And let me just tell you this. Have you Brian, seen this video? I've seen the video and I've seen the screen captures, but let me tell you this, Brian, you're not the only motherfucker named Brian in Utah. You know? <laughs> so I'll admit the fat life stuff. Okay. That was, that was me. Um, Everyone has a I fetish. Did, I have a fetish yeah. for being called a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't and know I where it came from. Reiterate, if somebody says daughter, daddy, there's full grown ass women with dads. Okay. They make millions on OnlyFans. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, if, if I ask Lizzie to call me daddy, I don't want her to, th- I don't, I'm not thinking of her as an actual daughter. You know <laughs> what I mean? The, people need to fucking get this through their head when it comes to kink. So nevertheless, that life is real. Reddit, I've never been on Reddit, so I don't know that. But then th- that was the video where RX just called me a sex trafficker. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> I was and literally you can see Hannah in the comments being like, I so I'm so lucky. Like I avoided being Oh my traffic. god. Listen, you're not fucking what's his name? The guy who didn't kill himself? Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Here's another thing too. This is the other thing that pisses me off. When women have kinks, it's either a trauma response or being free with their body. When a man has a kink, <laughs> He wants to rape people. Like it's it's <laughs> evil monster shit. No, the thing is, kinks either come through a trauma response or it's just fantasy. Yeah, Let me tell exactly. you exactly. There are exactly. I've had like I have casual conversations with women, and more often than not, they will start the conversation of "I want you to treat me like shit," and I'm like, "Why?" It, it's everyone has their shit. I hate this idea that women are these prim and proper beings that sex is just happening to me. I'm not involved. I'm just letting it happen. No, there are women who fucking instigate this shit and they want to, to explore their sexuality. Sex is not a dirty word. All right. Just because it can't be said in veggie tales doesn't mean it's not a fucking word that exists. Fantasy is different too. You know, just because you watch a gangbang video and you like it doesn't mean you want to participate in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, I, I don't want I watched, to be in a room with 50 other gross men, like just, you know, <laughs> with it, Lizzie in the center. Or, you know, <laughs> I, a, a friend I showed. I'm, I'm a victim now. I've been a few. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, no, I might want to watch like that. Said, as, as like, what I watch in porn is very much what I like watching inflicted on a woman, not what I want to happen to me. The thing is, right. my friend. My friend right. showed me a video of SpongeBob fucking Sandy Cheeks. I don't think my friend wants to go to Bikini Bottom and clap some cheeks. Okay, right? It's it's a fucking. It, it, he was weird, obviously, but <laughs> the thing is, is that we live in such a sex positive time where women should sell their nipple for fifty dollars the pop, but then when it comes to light, when a man's like needs or desires or fetishes or whatever comes forward. Oh, he's a fucking creep. Bitch, you sell it for $25 a month. You can't call him a creep when you're the one that provides the service, right? And they they made the claims, well, there wouldn't be a service if there wasn't a demand. 
puck, does that mean you have to involve yourself in that? I, I saw all of that stuff. And let me tell you this. I have seen worse. I have heard worse. I was talking to Lizzie about this. I was dating a single mom. I probably told you worse. I have, I have, I was dating a single mom. Not going to say her name. I was dating a single mom. She wanted to play the skin flute like she was fucking Kenny G. While her kids were awake in the living room. We're going to leave the door unlocked and see if we can get away with it. I said, fuck you. I'm not doing that fucking ever. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't mean she's a terrible mom, but it means she had a kink that she wanted to fulfill. And I said, Narnar Bobo, not going to happen. Um, it, it's not just men who have weird kinks or, or even talking in fantasy. That would never happen. I told a girl one time I wanted to fuck her on the hood of her car at a drive-in movie theater. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. It's, it's a fantasy. It'd be kind of hot, right? But you don't want to get arrested. Like, you wouldn't actually want to do that. <laughs> My know? ass looks I like chicken skin. I'm not going to fuck in front of people. My ass looks like chicken skin. Not going to happen. <laughs> but I just I'd be embarrassed. The point. the point when you were, you were talking about women and showing their nipples at 50 bucks. Talk about a double standard. The man has a hate page for just his nipple. It's just his nipple. How much you make? His superior nipple to Charlie. <laughs> I would definitely do OnlyFans if I could just show my nipple. But not a lot of people want to see that. Well, they yeah. might for Brian because he's got a whole hate page dedicated to just his nipple. Just my nipple. I have a hate page. Because I have a scar. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen the inverted nipple. You know, It's not inverted. It's a scar. Um, well, Brian, but, you have an inverted nipple, so you're a fucking serial rapist, apparently. <laughs> Gee, like, the when they point out this shit, picture for the, it's like him buff and like at his best. Like he looks. It was me like two years ago when I was. And I'm like, this is, you find the little nipple as a prop? Like, come on now. <laughs> and then oh. they took that video down because I was like, they're like, oh, I'm looking too good in that video. <laughs> Dude, okay, you have a scarred nipple. Aunt Karen butt fucks white dudes with a strap on. I think you're okay. I <laughs> think does. you're just. She, she does. does. She brags about it. And I'm like, do you not understand how f- that's not a flex? Mm-hmm. That's not a flex. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Um. But she brags about that. But God forbid you have a scarred nipple or you have a fetish. God right. forbid. But you know, Jesus. I just want to point. There's another double standard too that I just it just infuriates me. So I had um, messages from Natalie leaked where I was crying, where I was upset. Because oh. um, I oh, have you a, fucking bitch for having an emotion. How dare you? Right. Right. But this, you know how it gets phrased. Right. You know, it gets phrased as me trying to manipulate her with tears. You know what you said? This is what you said, and I, I will say it verbatim. Um, that doesn't make me feel good. That makes me feel bad. I don't know why you're saying this. This is what you said. And that makes you a narcissist somehow for expressing your emotions. I don't know the full context of that, but let me just say it from a guy who's experienced that. You were probably treated very shitty, and you expressed your emotions. So you're automatically a serial rapist, sex trafficker. You know, yeah. I don't know. Did you hear the whole? I don't know if you heard that clip. I heard um, some of the clip. Yeah, it's 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 it, 
their goal was to humiliate me, right? And that's that's her goal to do it. But yet yeah, I'm the abuser, right? She she's putting this stuff out here, and she was told by our exorcist to file charges against me, um, uh, for God knows what, right? Right. And so these charges are filed against me now, which won't go anywhere. But uh, apparently the charges were something that happened 10 months prior to us breaking up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, some incident there. But it was like Lizzie said, the only thing that happened was is we got into a screaming match fight. Which couples do sometimes. Right. And that's the only screaming match fight we ever got into ever. God forbid you're not a perfect human being that's never, you know, well, involved yourself in that. And so, and then, of course, we dated for 10 months. Nothing happened, um, you know, and then I broke up with her. And then all of a sudden, now she goes to the police and now she's filing these reports and doing what our exorcist tells her to. Um, yeah. And then releasing, saying I'm the one that's being the abusive one when she's the one continually trying to harass me online continually trying to like embarrassing me humiliate me by releasing these um audio tapes of a night where i was having a really bad night i do have ptsd right from my job and stuff yeah and i do suffer a little bit from um kind of uh depression and and what and i i do need a woman who or a partner uh that is tolerant of emotional needs you know that can be like Okay, I know that he 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 suffers a little bit this way and doesn't think less of me um, for it, but uh, God forbid I I demand that and ask for that, and uh, I'm the abusive one, I guess, for for crying and, and uh, asking for help, you know. And mm. I, what's disgusting to me and what really kind of what hurts me the most about that is this: I'm not embarrassed by it, right? I've, I've told men all the time it's okay to cry, like there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with it. Um, men need to cry uh, being uh, at the job that I do. Um, I've seen, you know, the toughest men in the world cry and, right. and, and we should nothing wrong with it. Well, thank you for but, your service, by the way. Well, you think you're well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a story about that here in a bit, <laughs> but anyways, um, so, you know, it, I, the people laughing in the comments, you know, Seem like, oh, he's such a little bitch. Oh, he's, you know, how pathetic. Got it. What bugs me about it is having some somebody, you know, a guy read those, a young guy read those. And now, what are they going to think? I've already heard. I've already seen it. I've already seen men being like, well, I'm never opening up to a woman ever. Right. Because uh, of the, uh, the, the men that play it as a sound and do dances and... It's fucking like that is the thing that appalled me. The the whole reason why I got into the like, I won't touch too much on it because it's like not my place. But like merch is another content creator. He's like my favorite one. He's so funny. He's (laughs) you could just see in you can see he's a good guy. He's just a funny guy. I want him on the podcast. Something similar happened where they were making fun of him in an emotional moment, which I will say he was funny throughout the emotional moment. Anyways. That's when I was like, this, like that, that irked me so fucking much that this dumb bitch, you've broken up years before. And now all of a sudden, first of all, you're supposed to be so terrified of this man. You're so terrified. 
yet he's been out of your life for how long and now you're releasing things to provoke him? Not to the police, to fucking idiots on TikTok. And you're going to tell me you're so fucking terrified of him? For clout. Get the, like, suck yeah. my dick. Well, and it's the way that like, Savannah, she, the way that Savannah uh, kind of portrays it, right? She, she's really good at portraying, like, portraying a narrative. Right. Right. And, and you know, that, that video got, what, 40, 50,000 views and who knows how many comments. And, you know, his response videos maybe got a couple thousand, a few thousand. And he killed it. Well, he, he did, it. but, but the ratio, right? So you have, that's the problem is you, you have this ratio. Um, and no one ever seems to want to see the other side. No, if that was a woman yelling at the man in that way, people would ask, what did he do? What did do? he do? So boy, yeah, I just read my earpiece. And like you put out the emotion the, 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 without a doubt. That's what people would be asking. But and when it's, it's a man, it's like, he's abusive. Oh my God. He's going to kill someone. Yeah. And like, the reason he was flipping out on her is the bitch fucking ditched, like left and faked cancer. Oh yeah, and cheated on him. Listen, and cheated on him. And would you was not lose abusive. your fucking mind? Would and, you not lose your mind? Like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but him yelling was like the least of what you know. That was I like, would have been like, oh, yeah, it, he had a very normal i think pretty human very natural reaction to 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 that period and the way she our exorcist is portraying it because she didn't like him all right because she doesn't like him was um he's abusive look at how abusive this guy is it, it is they don't realize that they're involving their self in sexism to to think that women are these harmless creatures that cannot cause any harm. Here's the thing about humans. Every human, man, woman, and child, old person that has uh, arthritis in their knuckles, they are capable of causing harm. It is not a gender-based issue. It is a human with a defective brain issue, right? We're, we've evolved since the primates. And there are some people who have troglodyte brains that still act on their basic instincts. Men are more violent when it comes to physical attributes. Women are more violent when it comes to social ideology, social presence. Uh, they can destroy a man's life with just one sentence. Yeah. And people don't and want to other acknowledge women. that. They do it to each other. Oh, they do so, it to yeah. each other all the time. And I don't know about you, Justin, but um, personally, this sounds really shitty. But I kind of would rather get my ass kicked than like be falsely accused. (laughs) I would rather be gorilla fucked by Batista than ever be lied on. Well, Batista's a handsome man, but it would still hurt. I would rather that happen than be lied on. Because here's it like I haven't I think I've maybe spoke about it before. I was uh, 19 years old. And there was this. 16 year old girl who was about to turn 17 she really wanted to have sex well at the time i was a voluntary celibate i wanted to wait until i met my life partner so i was a virgin 
Um, and everyone knew this about me. People would make fun of me about it because I'd never had sex before. Well, she wanted to have sex with me. And I said, well, one, you're underage. And the legal age in Texas, I think, is 17. I was like, I can't really even date you right now because it would be against the law and I don't want to go to jail. Uh, I was like, I think you're pretty. I think you're a nice girl. Um, maybe in a couple of years, maybe we can talk and hang out sometime. She sent me a message and she said, if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to tell people that you raped me. And I said, without, I mean, I was very vocal back then. Sorry for this language. I said, you dumb fucking cunt. You just sent this to me on Facebook and I have screen capture abilities with my new smartphone that I just got. I said, if you want to accuse me of that, I will send this to the police. And she immediately dropped it completely. Never talked to me again. There are, this is why I don't, I I want to believe every accusation because I, I know it's, it's a very serious claim to make. And again, like I said before, I'd rather believe 999 liars than not believe one person telling the truth. But now I've gotten into the, the mindset of like evidence or I'm not going to invest into it. There has to be some well, form of evidence. The thing, the important thing to remember is like every accusation should be handled seriously. Right. right? And um, compassionately, but should not be uh, taken as guilty or, you know, one way or the other until you've heard both sides. You can do both. I don't think people realize this. Like right. You can, you can, take every accusation very seriously and like empathetically and compassionately and, and investigate, but you can withhold your opinion about it Mm -hmm. on whether she is telling the truth or not until you have seen the evidence. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is what we should be doing. I do not believe in this saying, believe all victims. I think that is a toxic saying. I think it's a horrible saying because we don't know who the victim is yet. (laughs) All right. Because if she's, falsely accusing a guy then he's actually the victim right all right and so you know if he's if he if if you can prove who the victim is then yeah sure let's but do you that can, you can like offer the compassion such as say like listen i believe you but i choose not to vilify the man yet it's that simple well according to law enforcement like so if you it's like if you say this happened to you and it's like obviously you cannot like somebody is telling you you cannot be like well i'm gonna choose to i'd be like listen you're telling me this i'm gonna choose to believe you but i cannot vilify someone without hearing their side like i cannot well that's if you know the person too but unfortunately i i have because i've noticed it happening i've seen it happen against my friends my friend is in court i actually have to ask him about an update i have another i made a pen pal kind of situation before i got on tiktok because i was a stay-at-home mom during covid and i had no one to talk to and clearly i'd like to talk so i made this pen pal friend who was a guy who was describing his uh relationship with his wife and i said she's fucking cheating on you and she's probably going to drop some false allegations to get out of it. And guess what happened? Oh, it, it happened. Cause Oh yeah. He's in court right now with it. You are a, like a bitch finder savant. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a savant. <laughs> you, uh, there is something about you that is otherworldly. 
because <laughs> you, I have explained things not to you. Not just her looks. Not just her looks, but you are out of this world mentally when it comes to this kind of stuff, because I have, I have told you about things and you told me exactly how they were before I even gave you the answer. And I'm like, Oh shit. She on to something. Um, that's, uh, Lizzie, all my guy my friends need to watch this and be like, we want to listen to Lizzie. Like, <laughs> no, she is a good friend to have uh, for those very reasons. Uh, exactly uh, why she is intelligent with this, uh, you know, just in general and a very intelligent person, but picks up on this shit better than I've ever seen anybody pick up on it. Um, oh, way better. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't like, sometimes I think it's from experience because I've been in groups before. Uh, well, I'll just, I'll briefly say like when, after I left my domestic violence situation, um, I had three girlfriends that were like besties. And one thing about me is you notice very much in my content. If you're my friend, I will stick up for you publicly. No problem. Right. It's, it's something I enjoy if it's done to, for me, it like it's it's the best feeling in the world, and I like to do it for others. I like to be the ride or die. I will right. fucking stick up for you. That's my thing. So I did that publicly for this girl who said another girl was like bullying her and harassing her and all this. So all that was happening it was a big dramatic fight between women, and uh, the one that she was accusing of harassing her, uh, her way of getting me to see things was by recording that supposed bestie talking about me um basically saying well i don't I, she just likes me more than her. like i never saw her that way we're not really friends mm. um i'm just friends with her because i want to date my ex the abuser's friend which we were friends for five years i introduced her to that guy fucking bitch. so so that 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 feeling of sitting there and I have a group of women in front of me just being like, you see, you look, you, you see, you fucking idiot. You stuck up for it. That feeling is a traumatic thing for me. Mm-hmm. When, when, when a, a woman manipulates me into friendship or makes me like that kind of shit happens to me, it fucking sets me off. Both of you have, have heard me cry about it. Like it's, it's, it affects me for weeks. So yeah. that's why the whole recording thing too gets to me. Um, but it made it made me go, okay, now I'm going to trust my fucking gut when it comes to women. So I always had the gut, but mm-hmm. I very much was like, you can't yeah. be like that. You can't just say that. You can't just think all women are like this. I'm sorry, all women do have a tendency to certain things. Right. And uh, a lot of it is if you criticize one thing about them, if there's one thing they did wrong, they feel like it's they're being seen as their whole character is wrong. So they'll do right. everything to defend it and deflect from it. And I very much see it coming before it happens. And I think that's what it is. And that's how I called out. I was like, when he was telling the guy that I'm a pen pal with, when the guy was telling me, oh, well, she's got this work friend and she's she used to be, her ex was abusive because they always have that. Um, and he raped her. And the other day I go into the bedroom and I found a pair of pants and he's from the UK, which is boxers. And I go, okay. And she goes, 
Well, she apparently keeps them as a, a it's a trauma response <laughs> from her ex. <laughs> oh my what the fuck? And I said, oh. listen, honey, because he's a very soft spoken British man. I very much am shocking to him. <laughs> I Jesus. was like, listen, buddy, there's a man fucking your wife in your bed. Okay. And he is doing it blatantly in front of you. And all of these other things. There's another thing that I have an intuition on that I'm hoping is not true, but I'm pretty sure the guy is doing that actively to get to the girl's daughter because he messages texts with the girl's daughter too. Aye. And, uh, yeah, and uh, and then he go, oh well, you know, well she's been through. I was like, I, I'm telling you right now, she hasn't been through shit. Nobody abused her. Nobody raped her. Yeah, that I, I is can't. Her perfect opportunity to deflect and say, well, you can't question me because it's about my rape. Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Boxers yeah. in your bed, like I, I was like, have you ever said you've been living with her for how long? When did you ever see these boxers before? And you're gonna tell me she keeps them as a keepsake from the time that she was raped. No, they usually burn that shit. The the thing is, uh, I, I I try to get into the mindset, especially if I watch like murder documentaries or like documentaries about really fucked up shit. I always try to do some Daniel Day Lewis method acting. I try to get into that mindset. I can't. I don't understand why there are some people who are willingly able to lie. Fuck the consequences, and it's. It's self-preservation. They, 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 it's like, it's almost as if they believe it. Mm-hmm. Because it could, they, like, you, you can see. They convince little, themselves. One's with the victim statements. And, you know, it's very, like, I could see how it's believable. But there was one, what was that one? There was one. It wasn't even Emma. It was a different one. Never fucking met him. Never even fucking spoke to him. And she's like, I am a victim. Of and I'm like. That's happened, happened. happened several times. Women I've never even met, never even talked to, are somehow victimized by me. You know, the funny thing is, and I don't know about you, Justin, but you, you, you can tell me, but I don't know a single man who hasn't been wrongly accused by a woman at some point. And, I know and, almost and, every single male friend that I have has been falsely accused. And yeah, I know that for a fact. Abuse, even just cheating, I mean, just of something, of being a shitty person, right, about a woman. And so this whole statistic that they bring up all the time, well, it's less than 2%. Like, no, that's it's 2 to 10% that have been proven through a court of law, all right? Just like with rape, it's about, it's, a, it's, it's a, something like 7 to, to 15% get proven in a court of law. So there's a whole like plethora of ones that we just don't know about it's he said she said it's a difficult thing to prove for the most part right yeah it it really is and you know more than more often than not it's almost never a, a person that is hiding in the bushes it's almost always by someone the woman knows you know women get assaulted almost always by someone they know right where men get usually typically assaulted by, you know, strangers or whatever. Right. Or, but with women, it's, um, it's almost always someone they know. And uh, anyways, but I don't know a single man that hasn't been falsely accused by a woman at some point. And when you say that they go, it's because all men do it. And you're like, 
there is a statistic that's um that I saw I actually made a video about it. It's a statistic from 1998 till now. Um since 1998 there has been 17 million women who have been raped. That's that's the statistic uh report. Um that is probably and and two of them were 2% of them were attempted. So it wasn't completed, but it was still that's still bad to attempt it. Uh, so statistically, since 1998, only 14% of women have experienced that. The statistic, the updated one, it used to be one in four. Now it's been updated to one in six. Um, one in six women. The idea is that most every single woman has experienced this uh, traumatic experience. If it's one in six, it is not the majority of women who are experiencing this. That's not to lessen or devalue the women that it happens to. It's still wrong. I, I gave this example one time. If 99% of rape victims were uh, were grown-up humans and only 1% of them were babies, it would still be bad if it happened to babies. I think a lot of people judge the severity of a problem due to percentages and numbers. And I think if, if something is wrong, it's wrong. And a lot of people push back on that statistic, but that is FBI peer-reviewed studies on these uh, reports. And some of those may be false allegations. There was a guy who spent 30 years in prison for a false allegation until his quote-unquote victim came forward and said that she lied. And she barely got a slap on the wrist for lying about this guy. She went to jail or prison, um, but she didn't have to suffer as much as he did. And that's why I think it's, I think lying about rape is just as bad as rape. And I know there's going to be some people who disagree with me on that. When you accuse somebody of that and they go to jail for 30 years, you stole that man's life. There is no excuse for it. And it's fucking terrible. I've always said, you know, you don't have to go to the police to even ruin a man's life with a false accusation. You got TikTok um, for that. Yeah. Well, if you Google my name, like just you just Google my name and you, what will pull up is Brian Carlson. It says famous TikTok star Brian Carlson um, accused of sexually assaulting someone. And I've never been accused of sexually assaulting. Like I've never been charged with it, never been accused of it. But what they do is they, to, to defame you, all right, and Dinesh, and Dinesh will do this, and same with Savannah, is they have these, like, websites, and they're super cheap, they're poorly put together, uh, poorly written, but it, they look like news article websites, and they all are the same. And so the first, like, few things that come up are going to be that, you know, and I'm called a racist in some of them. I'm called, uh, you know, I, uh, I made misogynistic content. You know, um, <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. Um, so there's a complete, it's just completely like, no, I'm, I'm lucky that I don't have to look for a job, right? I'm lucky to be financially stable and I'm not. According to them, you don't work. You live yeah, at your well, yeah. and you don't work. Oh, you know, the worst <laughs> thing that you committed, Brian, is when you were, when you're doing the fire department stuff is that you like, you were like, I, I see no women here. And what you what that could be subjectively judged as? Oh, he's just he's making a sexist claim. You are making a statistical fucking fact. Less than five percent 
of all firefighters that exist in the United States are women. 95% are men. Mm-hmm. There is, you weren't, facts cannot be sexist. They cannot be racist. They cannot be homophobic. Facts are facts. Now, yeah, could it, could it hurt some feelings? Yeah. But I guarantee you the people that you hurt, you hurt some feelings, they're not going to be a fucking firefighter or they're not even trying to be one. Yeah. You were just well, making I mean- a, a basic claim. Well, yeah, it's funny enough though. This there's this woman who almost it, this started it even prior to uh, our exorcist that made these claims that I was a pedophile. Um, but I, I just made a video and I said, you know, the feminist um, claim that the reason women don't do the blue collar jobs is because they get sexually harassed out of them is false. false. All right, that's that's Extremely not false. true. Okay, what it is is they just are not. They just don't want to do those jobs. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing right? wrong They're with not that. inclined to do those jobs. Now, the, the female firefighters I work with are badass. Like, they're, they're, they're fucking killing it. You know, they're tough as shit. Yeah. I respect the hell of them. They're my sisters, just like the guys are my brothers. But most women don't want to do that. And that's fine. But they're not getting sexually harassed out of being a firefighter. I could tell you that. Like, they're, they're, they're you know, that's there's a code of ethics. Reason. That's not the yeah. bitch you want to do that to, because you'll fucking like. <laughs> well, that's true too. You know, they're tough as nails. Um, and so, this one woman, Laura, who talked about men's issues too, and she had a, a thing called Laura Fights Back. Um, she did not like what I said about that. And then she made a claim because, uh, you know, she went into all of my followers and I followed like 1,200 people. She found two women that were underage and then said that um, I, I was following minors and then insinuated I was a pedophile. Um, the thing is, I follow minors too, but they're fucking yeah. fans of mine. That's yeah. why I followed them. Yeah. It's not because yeah, I'm trying to yeah. get them into a van. It's like, oh, this this kid likes what I say. Oh, he likes my well, funny exactly. videos. Oh. Make his day. You know, and it wasn't, they didn't make thirst trap content and they, they implied that they did. Um, Never show proof of it though. That was disgusting. And then one thing I said, as I said, um, anybody who's willing to throw that word out there so easily to hurt someone, right? Just to call someone a pedophile. Anyone who's willing to do that is also someone who is willing to lie about a false rape accusation. Yeah. And I said that. Now, I didn't even know that she was accused, uh, that she had been raped before. Um, I had no idea about her history, but th- she took that, and so did Dinesh, and, and as, me, um, as me saying that her rape didn't happen. Now, I never said that. I just said anyone who's willing to throw that term out there so easily is also willing to, to lie about a, a false rape accusation. Right. And so that, that was uh, a big part of how it all started too. Um, because mm. that was the video Dinesh did. That was his second or third video on me. Um, the, that's yeah. the thing within the, the all men movement too. But remember when I had that breakdown, when I realized that it wasn't about actual assault, it was about the way men talk. <laughs> And I fucking lost my shit. Oh, my God. For for over a month, I'm going, well, this is what we should do. We should focus on prevention. Why? And then I got 
anyways, like they, they used my son against me. It was like the worst, like you're deflecting from the issue. I was like, isn't the, the issue assault? And of course, like women do, they're dancing around what they're trying to say. Cause they're realizing, Oh shit. I'm going to have to say what it is. And she's going to realize how fucking stupid it is. I so will- it was hold men accountable for what they speak of in the locker room. I was like, you should hear some of the conversations that women have about men. And I I was a very effeminate boy growing up. Women in their twenties. I was in women. One statement. They'll say, Oh, I, 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 I full towered a bitch last night. Hey, I five. Blah, blah. Okay. So done. A woman will talk about the dick she had last night, the entire night. She'll describe it. She's, she's grabbing other women. She's got to tell them all about it. Uh, When I was. till the fucking sun comes up when because I was he didn't perform the night before when but I, men in the locker room is the reason why art rape happens. And you sticked up. No men could communicate in grunts. It would still fucking happen because there's evil people in the fucking world. Right. Okay. And if you, you want other men to stand up for you while you're shitting all over them, you're shitting yeah. all over men. And then you're going, you stick up for me. When a guy says, I have nice tits, bitch, you stick up for your damn self. The, 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 guy that's tell, the guy that's going around speaking whatever misogynistic terms is not the guy raping people willingly. That is right. a fucking... It's the male feminist you need to worry around, about. You tell that guy to shut the fuck up, guess what happens? He ducks and runs. Right. No, the, the male feminist, that right there, that's who you need to worry about. Fuck like Ascended Samurai, pussy ass bitch, and I can say that on my podcast and I get banned fuck off of you, TikTok. you, Ascended Samurai, my video Who's- of... Is he? I think I know who you're talking about. That, He's a guy I, that sits like this. With him. My bathtub video? That one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've had dealings with him when I was a, a larger account. He is a. He, I swear they read. They read a playbook. Like they say the same goddamn thing. It's like literally you can you could just you could bet on what will come next. You know. It, I was going to debate him. Internalized misogyny. Um, you know everything's patriarchy and and lizzie you have internalized misogyny and you just it's very you know, much out yeah yeah we're I'm, all supportive towards women until it's a woman that disagrees with us and then we you know patronize her and say she has internalized you know misogyny and she doesn't well, when she he does. thinks it's a fucking pick me or whatever he mm. can talk about them having a boot on their neck well, you can. And, uh, they're okay with it, and they're fine with it, and they should just live with a boot on their neck. I don't have a fucking boot on your like. Get the fuck. Like you can ask Lizzie here. about this. I was going to debate him. Not only was I going to debate him, I was going to debate another cuck. I mean, male feminist. I was going to debate them both at the same time because all this is what I said. I said a woman should appreciate a man who works. I might as well have just killed a huge mass of people in front of all their mothers. I said the wrong thing in their eyes. I said, no, a man, he attributed like, well, you need to be in touch with her emotions and not just worry about that. I'm like, no, there are women in this world that do not appreciate a man who goes and works eight to 12 hours a day, sometimes 16 hours a day, provides you a comfy life. You should appreciate that. I never said you need to suck his dick every single time he comes home. I'm not saying that you have to cook a five-star meal for him every single time he comes home. A thank you, a hug. Hey, babe, the lights are on today. Thank you for for yeah. providing this electricity. We wouldn't right. have this if you didn't work. And he took that as sexist. And yeah. the the thing with, with him is I'll never get to debate him because he blocked me because he's a bitch. Um, 
a huge bitch. And I was going to call him out for what he was because he's a modern warrior beta. Like, at least modern yeah. warrior has muscles. Well, and, you know, a man should come home and thank his wife for, right. you know, doing that stuff. Because it's a exactly. partnership, right? Like, there's mutual appreciation. Thank you for taking care of the kids. Thank you for having the house clean. Thank you for doing this. You know, yeah. but, like, you know, for them, they just think it should be one way. It's just a one way. Even at the bare minimum either or shouldn't hold it against each other exactly you know like the guy shouldn't shouldn't fucking every time you're having a fight with him it's just like well you said all or do nothing and then let me just warn you guys the the woman be like well you're at work all the time and you know that that's where it's a partnership it's a team well let me just warn you guys we're going to be called white supremacists that support the Holocaust because we are saying these things. So I just want to warn you guys right now. <laughs> I'm a white supremacist with a Wu-Tang tattoo. Apparently. What I, I love to see, you know, I, so look at Lizzie, like she's a great example of this. She is a quintessential example of what I would call an empowered woman, right? An empowered right. woman. Um, and they hate that. They, they hate fucking it. hate her. Yeah, women hate me. Oh, yeah. Well, not women, but male feminists don't know how to react to you either, right? Like, especially the male feminists. Like, the (laughs) they're my favorites to go after. Ascendant Samurai, actually, me and him had a run in where I said that after I had my kid, my our sex life, me and my boyfriend, I had had taken a bit, but he was so he he was aware of my my ex being an abuser who very much coerced me it was fits and screaming all the time so him yeah, that's not sexy. being that person was so terrified of making me feel that way did not say a thing for months and just went without it and i sat to myself and i said this is exactly word for word what i said in my video i said am i making this harder on us because we were fighting constantly not having sex for that long could do that and i was like and maybe my shit attitude and me not communicating to him that, you know, I got to get into it. I'm a woman. Like, it's not just, hey, baby, you, wanna, you know, that doesn't get me right. off. Exactly. So once I took that and I we went on the couch, we had a makeout se- session, things back to normal from there. Right. And wait I minute, said wait it's, minute, it's drastically improved my my relationship. You can't just say, "Can I put it in?" That's just, that that doesn't work. <laughs> wait, no, we can't phone. just buy you flowers well, you and chocolates anymore. Phone? Man, man, I'm learning no, so much right now. I'm gonna be I'm gonna become gay. That's too much man, work. This man clips my my video, just the part where I'm talking about how I was coerced, and then makes a video on his profile. And this is the best part. What he says is he clips me talking about how it was coerced and how it was the most traumatic part of my abuse. He goes, you cannot use your own personal trauma to misogyny, patriarchy. I go, oh, really? Do you know who cannot use my own personal trauma? You. You bitch. <laughs> I can fucking use it. That is my and I, and then he's saying that I'm promoting coercion, but in the very same video, it's very much said he was so scared of making me feel that way. He went without us, and I had the power in the middle of it to go. I'm not into this. I'm out. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. And I well, kept coming to him, and I said, "You better fucking retract that. Stop saying I'm promoting." And he, he had never people did. Laughing at me in the comments. The clip about my abuse 
they're laughing and he's like liking it and like yeah you know look and i'm like you're the biggest fucking hypocrite you're a fucking misogynist can i give you a minute so a woman doesn't agree with you the only reason you're a male feminist is all these women agree with you the minute one disagrees with you watch they got a boot on their neck and you're victim shaming oh, you're a victim profile. you have no thoughts of your own fucking hypocrite like oh i hate that guy I well hate let me so much let me tell you the definition of male feminist it is a misogynist who uses female feminist words and language to abuse more people i mm. would not i would bet every single penny that i have or will ever earn that he has had or is currently abusing women he's he's admitted that he uh hurt women that he didn't do the right things but now he's reformed i've never had to been taught not to rape or to sexually assault all i was told when i was a kid by my father he said these exact words if you ever hurt a girl, I'm going to put my foot inside of your ass. That's all he ever had to say. And that's how I've lived my life ever well, my, since that know, day. My mom told me to never have sex with anyone that wants it less than you. And I think that's great advice. Exactly. Like, yeah. Don't ever have sex with anyone that wants it less than you. And that's great. Male feminists, though, are predators. They are. They are. Predators. They are men who cannot compete with other men in a normal like structure you know where because they're not they're i hate to use the term beta but they're kind of these very uh, you know Will they you all touch kind it? Of look the same they're not very attractive they're not very athletic they're not very you know so so what how do they compete well we compete they compete by you know being pretending like the fedora guys remember the fedoras it's exactly it that's that's those exactly guys think they crack the code to get women. And it, it doesn't exactly work. Those it. women still but don't want to fuck you. Here's they the still, thing. You still Even, look like you do. I, I have very, very, a lot of female hardcore feminist friends that tell me I'm not attracted to those guys. They They're want not. they want a guy that's like a little bit misogynist and proud of it. You know? <laughs> and get your fucking ass in the kitchen. <laughs> this is uh this. I don't know if I made up this Make term. Daddy. <laughs> I don't know if I uh, made up this term. I don't know if I plagiarized it. I said a man who is willing to interject himself into a movement such as feminism is also willing to interject himself on a woman's body autonomy. They mm-hmm. are very entitled. I said all the right things. I validated you. Why are you not touching it yet? I have not met one male feminist, self-proclaimed male feminist. Who has never abused a woman. I have met a lot of chauvinistic guys who played football and went to keggers and stuff that I saw hold the hair of a woman back so she could vomit and not get vomit in her hair. I saw the gangly like, well, I think women are the perfect creatures in all of the land and I think they need to be worshipped. I have seen them attempt to try to touch a woman inappropriately and me and my friends beat his fucking ass. I've seen more of that. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, let me tell this story. I, th- I don't know if even Lizzie has heard this. Um, there was, I would let people come to my house all the time to crash and just hang out, stay out of trouble and stuff. Well, one of my friends who was like in his twenties, he ended up hooking up with a 14 year old girl and I found out about it. Um, we invited him over and we, uh, we were like, Hey, we're just going to hang out and stuff. And this is proven. This is not a false allegation. This is something that I know for a fact happened. Um, he walks through the door, two of my friends grab him. 
I beat the fucking shit out of him. I knee him in the ribs, punch him in the jaw. He he's a he's a mess. The cops come to my house. They ask me, uh, "Okay, well, we got this uh, call, and we saw this hat. Uh, this is the accusation that's against you." And I told them everything. And the cop told me, "Well, he just broke into your house, right? He wasn't invited." I was like, uh, "If that's what you're saying," he's like, "So he came here uninvited, and he tried to start shit with you." I was like, "Yeah." Um, so what you pretty much did was just defend your home. You defended yourself. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. He's like, all right, that's all we need to know. Yeah. And, and women want to believe that the police and men don't want to protect women. I could have gone to jail for what I did. Um, well, no, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, sex offenders, uh, that go to prison, you know, they don't do very well. You no. have guys that are like yeah. the worst people in the world, right? But you get a guy that, that rapes women, that goes to prison, and oh, he's not going to have a happy life there. It's because we protect women, and we always have. Right. Protect Even if you're the scummiest dude. bad men. Right? There's a lot more men out there that are protective of women and that are willing to do that. But, yeah, it's I had a cousin. True. I had a cousin who was a prison guard, and he would let other inmates know if there was a, uh, a predator there or an abuser yeah. and they yeah, dealt with not- them. That, that's what I, I made it at that point on my other, my other video. I was like, we're all aware of this. That's the thing that pisses me off the most is you fucking know, you know, damn fucking well that majority of men would protect a woman. If a woman was running down the street, half naked about to be assaulted, the man's not going to join in the fun. No. Yeah, okay? they th- the guys in their mind, they think that like, in their mind, they think, you know, oh, it's just going to be this, you know, all these men, just whatever. No, that's not how it works. You know, but if the uh, guy made a joke about some nice tits, doesn't mean he's basically going to join in the fun. It just means he made a joke about tits well, that you did not enjoy. There's uh, so, there's this quote that's always spread around, like women know other women who have been assaulted. But it's like it seems like no man knows about male abusers because they're they want to be willfully ignorant to it. No, men don't talk about the abuse that they do to women because they know that men around them would kill them. That's just the reality yeah. of it. But I they, wanted to women kill that take guy. that. See, but women also know that and they take that. And that's why the false allegations are so harmful, right? It's because they know how ostracizing it can be. They know how bad it can be. When all this went down with me, I had more women in support of me and still do. Right. That spoke out vocally and publicly than men by by far and it pisses a lot of you know our exorcist and, and those people off that i still have so many women that support me um but As a lot should. more men have came forward too but at the same time you know it looks a little different too like a man supporting me versus a woman supporting me a man is going to get a little bit more flack I'm taking um, some heat now after my last video. Well, you have taken some. Yeah, you have. You have. Hey, I look fucking bomb in that video. You do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but slay, anyways, queen, women slay. know the fact that that it is such. It is. We treat it so differently than we would treat a woman doing the same to a man. Right. Right. Um so differently and because it, 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 it will if, if it does ostracize that man they try to isolate the man a woman who makes false allegations is essentially like you said trying to kill that man right it is literally you know isolating them 
trying to destroy them is one of the worst things that you could possibly do. And nothing ever happens. Like nothing's going to happen to Emma. Nothing's going to happen to Hannah. Nothing's going to happen to Natalie. And we don't want anything to happen to them. We just want them to be accountable for what they did and be exposed for the lies. I mean, what I, when I say nothing's going to happen, I mean, they're not going to face any consequences. They're not going to, they're not going to go through life, you know, being, uh, you know, ostracized or having me, having me known as something that's like a horrible thing or be questioned, you know, of, of being something really horrible. They're not going to get, you know, there's no prison. There's no jail. There's nothing. There's literally no consequences criminally or so socially for a woman to um, make a false allegation. Period. Do you know? And and the thing that that pisses me off about Emma is she keeps reiterating it purely because of the embarrassment. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, bitch, take the fucking embarrassment. Stop re-victimizing yourself because you can't deal with a little bit of embarrassment for your own shitty behavior. Do you guys know about uh, (laughs) Emmett Till? Well, did you? Are you guys aware of him? Who? Emmett Lewis Till. Yeah. So yeah, in 19, yeah, 1941, he was a 14-year-old boy, African-American boy, who was abducted, tortured, and lynched oh, yeah. in Mississippi. And the woman who lied about him, her name was Caroline Bryant. She all she said that he whistled at her and cat called her or something. That never she on her deathbed, she admitted that she lied about it. Mm-hmm. And this this 14-year-old boy was lynched and yeah, racism tortured. tortured. Um, it was a terrible thing that should have never happened to him. And people want to say, yeah, it was a racist thing that happened to him. But what it was, ultimately, when you go to the root cause of it, it was a lie. And it had someone killed, an innocent 14-year-old boy killed. And that's the worst case scenario. Thankfully, that doesn't happen much anymore um, at all. It's pretty much statistically non-existent in today's day and age. But this is what it could possibly lead to when you lie about anyone. Uh, but it's it's worse when it comes to a man because, like I said before, it's akin to killing him. This whole cancel culture bullshit because we want to disagree with a point. What you went through over defending a joke, that just shows the the sociopath behavior with these people. Like I said before, they don't care about victims. If they cared about victims, they would not show their face. They wouldn't show their cleavage. They wouldn't sell merch. They wouldn't try to get paid for the videos that they make. At true make advocates don't care about profit. Make only fans. Oh, let's talk about this social issue. And also, you can see my starfish for $5 a month. That's not yeah. activism. You never saw and Martin I- Luther King or Malcolm X be like, Hey, you want to see my, my sphincter? In, they never, not one time, even if it existed back then, they wouldn't have involved themselves. And in I, it. I do want to give a lot of credit to Brian, considering all of this, he could have easily just been like, okay, well, I, I'm not like, I'm just going to go be a recluse now. I'm not going to be on this social medias. I'm not, but he is, and it's not like every time he talks about it, it's not about him. It's like they paint him. That's the thing that kind of made me go, okay, this guy is being lied on because it was very much. He doesn't want it to keep happening to other people. Exactly. He doesn't want other men to watch him crying and being made fun of. He doesn't. It's always about that. 
You know, Brian, and that should tell you something. You Them, are it's all about we're going to push to me, in my opinion, they're trying to push a man to kill himself. Oh, I wouldn't That's doubt what it. It seems like, but here's what I, this is my honest opinion of Brian. You are, you know, people when they talk about the one percent of men, you know, they talk about earnings and and status and all that stuff. You are one of the very few men that said, "Fuck this! I'm not going to accept this bullshit. I don't care how much shit I get. I'm going to speak out and come forward." And that's why. It couldn't. It could not have happened at a perfect time. The whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation and that being made public is because now there is a distrust, a healthy distrust, for false allegations that are being made. It is very like there is. There was a time uh, I was sexually assaulted by a woman. And the reason why it happened, I could have easily shoved her. I could have got out of there. I woke up when it was happening and I wanted to defend myself. But in the back of my mind, I said, if I do what exactly what I want to do to this woman to get her off of me, I'm going to go to jail. So I let it happen. And I have felt so much guilt for that ever since, because I, sh- I, I always think, man, you should have pushed her off of you. You should have done everything in your power to make her stop. And it's, it's that social, idea where a man being victimized in that way or even being lied on i'm supposed to be this tough guy that is supposed to handle that and take care of business male victim exists and i don't know the percentage i don't even care about the percentage even if it was happening to one guy a year it would still be wrong and i think that you coming forward you and other men coming forward and telling your story and not letting lies destroy you we're going to take power back. And I know that's going to sound negative to the women that, oh, men just want to be in control. No, we're human. We have feelings. We have emotions. We have developed this through years. It took a long time, but we finally were able given a, uh, to be given a safe space to talk about our feelings. And it, that's trying to be pushed down and pushed away. Our problems are just as legitimate as women's problems. And we take women's problems as legitimate as our own. And uh, they don't see that. We're just trying to point out double standards. That's all we're trying to do. And then we want to be persecuted for it. Fuck that. That's never happening. I will never accept it again. Uh, It's not worth it. I I could easily get probably a million followers if I preach the the gospel of modern day. I refuse to do that because it's full of bullshit and it's not, I'm not going to let it happen. I know I'm just one guy. I know you're just one guy and I know Lizzie is just one hot guy. That's hotter than Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> but um, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the harassment. I don't care about the repercussions because the truth, the truth is the truth. And uh, courage is doing the thing that might kill you, but do it anyway. That's that's what courage is. You're in your fireman. Well, actually, I wanted to tell that story. I I know I just said laid some heavy shit, but you know I've already dealt with it. You know, therapy is awesome. I was kind of a firefighter the other day. I was telling Lizzie about this. So my plant almost burnt down. Uh, If we didn't react as quick as we did, the whole plant would have been burnt down to the ground. And uh, I was thinking about that. Like Brian actually did that shit. He did that legit. Um, 
it was a most stressful situation. I never even like thought about it. Dude, that fire, it was like fighting a dragon pretty much. And, uh, that's why I really, I, I respect you as a person for going through what you went through and still coming out on the other side and still talking what you're talking about, but doing what you did, no matter how long you did it for, that is something that a small percent of men do. And I don't think a man like you would ever do the things that you're accused of. You, you definitely have faults. You have definitely made mistakes. I have made them. Lizzie has made them. We've all made mistakes, but you being virtually crucified for those mistakes. You're you're being accused by people who have done probably worse. And I don't think that's fair. That's just not fair to me. And I'm not letting I'm not going to let it happen. Uh so like I said before, I've probably said it 10 times. You're probably tired of hearing it. I got your back. Thank it's you. not going to change. Well, I got your back and Lizzie's. I'm I'm like Lizzie, I'm a ride or die kind of person um so yeah. well i know the consequences of this i know that uh, eventually someone's going to grab this audio they're going to chop it up into bits and they're going to make us Can't all out to, to be they're going to they're going to this this is the storyline lizzie and justin Brandy. and brian <laughs> want to run a train on a gopher they're going to somehow make that a story and i can't wait yeah. to i'm going to print it i'm going to get it tattooed on my chest because that will be <laughs> An amazing story to tell. Yeah, me, yeah. Brian, and Lizzie, we ran a train on a gopher. How fucking hot was that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's that's very sweet. Well, you know, <laughs> one of the reasons that I've wanted to give up um, is because I see people that I care about get dragged. You know, people that support me, and that's that. That is one. Like, it is one of the reasons why. Like it's that, that makes it so hard. I don't care when things happen to me. Like I'm, I'm good, you know, but when, when they go after my friends, it's when I really get upset. So, well, I know this is our first long conversation. I consider you a friend. I know we've only been talking for what, like maybe it's two hours on the podcast, but probably three hours total. Um, I went into this with an open mind. Um, cause I didn't know for sure. You, you never know for sure, unless you've seen it with your own eyes have been in that situation with that exact person. Uh, but talking to you being what I've been through and knowing how it affects me mentally to be falsely accused of things or to be portrayed as something that I'm not, um, you're genuine. I don't sense a ounce of bullshit coming out of your mouth. Um, again, we've all made mistakes, but I don't, I don't believe the lies, man. I can't, it's not, it's not fair. It, I will never understand why. And it, what pisses me off the most is because you defended a joke and they were so obsessed with you calling out that person for take, giving a shit take and making it something that it wasn't that you were dragged into something where you never expected to. So, so he just he just wants to get back and talk about his content. Like that's the thing that I'm just like, and his fucking cat. Give him his fucking cat back. And then, well, and, then, and he always says that he goes, you know, like I have I lost firefighter friends to suicide, and that's all I wanted to do, and that's all I want to do. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to call out people, but I have to defend myself at a certain extent. They're saying I'm fucking chihuahuas and shit. You know, like at what well, point yeah. do you? Just, well, they are, well, they are small. <laughs> Um, uh, the, 
the thing I've is, I've proclaimed myself as little Chihuahua now. Yeah, Lizzie's my little Chihuahua. Little Chihuahua. Well, here's the thing. Like, I want you to. I want you to try to focus on that. Keep keep making the content, and you're probably gonna get mass reported. I, I here's the thing: still do it anyways. Still do the content that you want to do, and just know that I created this podcast for people that can't talk about the shit they want to talk about on TikTok because of bussies. Um, if you ever, even if you want to record something by yourself without even hearing my somehow high pitch and low voice at the same time, fucking annoying voice. If you ever want to just talk about your shit and what you feel is true, my platform is your platform. You can talk right. about whatever you want to. You can speak freely. I uh, My website that I'm on, it's I'm on rss.com. Uh, everything is copywritten. Everything is under my name. There's no way it's going to be taken down. It can't be reported. There's no report button. Uh, it is a free speech platform. And anytime you want to come talk about your shit... Talk to me about it. We can discuss it together. You're invited anytime. Anytime you want to Thank come so on, much. just let me know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. I didn't even, like, he didn't give me, he was just very much like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be very unbiased. I wasn't expecting this full blown, like, he's he's on the, the same train I am. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> well, I, I'm very tame on TikTok because I, I really don't want to get, I worked hard for that 16,000. It's a measly number compared to other people. But I re- like I really want to. I, I I started my TikTok just to make people laugh, and then I saw a bunch of bullshit, and I was like, "Well, I can't fucking let this shit slide." So I I started talking, and then I started getting some shit. Not as much as you. I have I haven't even experienced one percent of the shit that you've went through. Um, no. As you get bigger, and I've told Lizzie this too. Feminist, the 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 far leftist. And I keep in mind, like, I'm a center left guy. Like, I'm not a right winger by any means, right? Right. But um, they are beyond mean and they play, they they do not play fair. No, Uh, they don't. And when, and both of you guys are very good at what you do, very good at it. And the bigger you get, you're going to start, you're going to start feeling it. Like, you know, and I'm sure both of you have started feeling it now but it gets worse the bigger you get and the more they're gonna come at you yeah the more they silence you the more they're gonna come after you the more that they're gonna come into your personal life um it it gets crazy you know i i loved having an account at 20k was awesome 60k was pretty good i started getting a little bit heavy at 165k your target number one Mm -hmm. like you know Maddie, uh, you know, Matt Challey, you guys are, I'm sure you guys follow him. Yes. He's, he's one of my favorite people. Yeah. I love him to death. Someone I consider to be a very good friend and um, I talk to him every day, but he, he's, he's up there. Like he's now the, the biggest creator that talks about the things that I care about, you know, and um, he is dealing, he is, he is dealing with that. You know, and people are coming towards him and at him, and he's been falsely accused. And I don't know if you've ever had him on your show. Definitely should. Not yet. Uh, I want to really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. He's a great to have on your show, and uh, I would, I would definitely love to watch that show too. And uh, because he has so much to say, and it's, 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 he's, he's, he's gone through exactly what I've gone through, but on Twitter. So Mm. a kind of a different platform. 
Um, Somehow more toxic than TikTok. Uh, That's why I left the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter is bad, but. um, (laughs) I I remade my profile and then I went like, this is something I don't want to get into (laughs) now. Like, uh, I'll stick with Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Well, I think ultimately um, anything worth doing is going to be difficult. You're going to have people who want to shed a bad light on you. They're going to mischaracterize you. I know that I, all of us have done things that we regret. Nothing absolutely terrible that would send us to the fire. But we've all made mistakes. And the people that, like I said before, that have tried to ruin your life and other people's lives, they have done far much worse. They are shining the light so they don't have the light shine on them. Uh, A lot of them actually are wolf. Uh, they're wolves in sheep's clothing, but they take the the mask off and they wink at the camera. Like they they give tidbits of how toxic that they are because they can't hide it all the time. Like Aunt Karen, Rexorcist, um, a lot of these people just expose themselves eventually. And when you expose that, when you bring those things up, that's when they get on defensive mode, just like Emma did. She got on very defensive mode and has left the movement that she cared so much about. If you cared about the movement so much, and if it was getting toxic, wouldn't you want to try to reform that community and get it back to a better state? Or maybe you just gave up because you were never an MRA. You were a woman who was trying to cover up her tracks. Such like a, a male feminist. She is the equivalent of a male feminist. Exactly. That's I who said she that, is. Yeah, yeah Lizzie well, said that. Well, because we have the same brain. Um, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly it. Um, man this this two hours it's two hours and 16 minutes it's only felt like 30 um i enjoy talking to you guys i don't want to keep you guys up too late but this will definitely not be the last podcast that we do and i'm glad we addressed this first but ultimately um it needed to be addressed it needed to be talked about um but future podcast um just for our mental states we're going to talk about things that we love and we're going to have fun. Um, we're not going to, we're not going to let these people ruin our lives. We're not going to let them take the joy out of our lives because miserable people such as them want to have other people be miserable with them. Misery loves company. And I, I started TikTok to make people laugh, uh, but also have serious conversations. Um, we're going to enjoy life and no matter what they say, they can't stop us. Uh, they they try to kill you socially, but that's not literally killing you. You can come back from this, and it's going to take some time. You are going to have terrible shit said about you. All of us might have that happen to us, but the truth is worth talking about every single time, and we're not going to stop. And we're, we're going to kill them with joy and kindness. Um, we're not going to stoop to their level, even though it would be so easy to. Um, we can and disagree with them. Dances in small outfits. I I did my first uh, thirst trap. Lizzie inspired me. <laughs> yes, I saw it. You did. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, I've never done it. Now, trap. I'm just telling you right now, Brian. You're gonna have to change your shorts three times because <laughs> I may look like Screech from Saved by the Bell, but I give off those Brad Pitt sex aromas. Um. <laughs> There we go. Oh, we're, we're, 
I can't, I can't keep up with, I can't, I can't, I'm not on the same level as you two. So I, uh, no, Brian, Brian, let me tell you this uh, again, <laughs> just talking to you for the time that I have, I genuinely enjoy you as a person. You're easy to talk Thank to. You. Fuck everyone who has made these false allegations about you. They have dramatized a, a they made a breakup seem like uh, that you're on an episode of snapped. Right. And it, it's not what it is. It's not. And the thing is, is that again, with this platform, when you come back on again, which I'm going to have you on multiple times. So such with Lizzie, we're going to, we're going to have fun. Glad we got this out of the way. I'm glad you got to tell your story. It's longer than three minutes than TikTok provides. Um, But I'm definitely glad you came on. I'm glad Lizzie came on. Um, I'm going to end it here so we can go ahead and and wind down from this whole entire thing. But I want to thank you both for coming on and uh, talking about this stuff. And we'll see what happens. We'll, We'll see if Emma buys any more books or if she tries to say that I... Oh, I baseball can't wait to see. I cannot wait. Oh, um, God. Again, and I, I really did want to come in and not... We weren't bullying her. I just want to make that very clear. When someone does something shitty, you have to say what they did was shitty. You yeah. have to hold them accountable. And um, I'm glad I told my story about that. I'm glad that we got everything out. Um, but again, just to end it, thank you guys. I love you both. If you ever need anything from me, I'm here always uh, to talk about anything. If you want to tell me about things that you're inspired by or things that you're happy about, I want to share that joy with you. You guys are my friends and I have your back. Both of you. Love you. Love you too. Well, this has been don't panic with Justin Scott uh, with my friends, yo Lizzie and Brian Carlson. I love you guys both. And thank you guys for listening to these two hours and 20 minutes of complete. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs>